Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epting with the Direct Impact Podcast. And today we are making a direct impact on your life and the life of those around you. So please, please, please listen, listen up. This is going to be a great episode on limiting beliefs. And I talk also about negative core beliefs. I also talk about the difference between limiting beliefs and negative core beliefs. And this is so important because one, you know, they're all trauma initiated. You know, the the limiting beliefs that we have, the negative core beliefs that come out of trauma, out of abuse, out of neglect, out of just attachment wounds and injury and inappropriate relationships and dysfunction in family systems and developmental trauma, like, you know, they come out of that. And it's important that we go back to that to, you know, find resolution and recovery and peace from our past. We all deserve to, to you know, emerge out of our past wounds and our traumas and to, again, it's not making peace with the past. No, that's a very different thing. It's we deserve to have peace, period, peace out of our past, right? And so it's about, you know, letting go of our bondage and our attachments to all of those old wounds and old beliefs and old patterns of behavior and things that our body and our mind and our central nervous system have told us that they need to do to keep us safe. But guess what? Most of the people listening to this podcast, you're an adult now. You are an adult and you are safe and you can set boundaries and you can find freedom and peace from the past. And that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about today. So what do negative core beliefs look like? We've definitely talked about this on the podcast in the past, but very deep rooted negative core beliefs that, you know, the way that I treat them in a therapy setting, oftentimes we identify the negative core beliefs and we treat them through a process or a therapy called EMDR, which stands for eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. And I really do recommend um, EMDR be utilized as part of. It is a therapeutic tool. It's definitely not the only way, but it is a very effective way to engage your trauma and the wounds from your story and and make those repairs. So the way I try to help people understand whether they're doing talk therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, IFS, internal family systems, or they're doing EMDR, you are engaging you are isolating and engaging a neural network that is faulty and fragmented. It is faulty and fragmented due to trauma that took place. And we are isolating it in order to repair that network so that you can find congruence and you can no longer be stuck in that trauma because there is a piece of your body 
that is stuck in that trauma. And when your body acts that out, it looks like all kinds of different things, but it definitely looks like um, irrational reactions to certain situations. So we want to be mindful of that. We want to be mindful of that in a recovery process. But I mean, like, because I believe every human is either in a relapse or a recovery process. And hopefully our listeners are in a recovery process, not a relapse process. And when you're doing this, you really do. You want to do that trauma work at the right time. Timing is everything. But when you can emotionally regulate, okay, when you can self-soothe and emotionally regulate, you know, it's time to start engaging your story. And this is just really important. You're going to find that your story has a lot of faulty, faulty beliefs associated with relationships, associated with circumstances, associated with you know, trauma, trauma, and it causes all of this. So um, go in, be brave, um, be courageous, and do the work to repair that with a therapist. And, and, And understand, too, that when you're engaged in a community process, when you're sharing openly and honestly, when you are connecting on a deeper level, and when you're practicing vulnerability, you're doing some of this repair work as well. And so when I talk about things with regards to your community, and your support system on this journey, please know that, you know, you are co-regulating with other humans and you are practicing trust and you are feeling vulnerability and you are implementing boundaries. Like that is a big part of a trauma recovery process as well. Okay. So please, please do that work. Listen up, Direct Impact Nation. You know how important routine, structure, consistency, and accountability is on the road to recovery and personal discovery. Well, I have developed the perfect companion for you on your journey. My Plan to Recover journal is thoughtfully and specifically designed for the person looking to achieve long-term success in recovery while gaining personal insight, awareness, emotional intelligence, and spiritual integrity. The Plan to Recover journal will help you stay recovery-minded, practice your priorities, and build a healthy relationship with self and others 12 hours at a time. To preview and pre-order your copy today, visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. That's www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash journal. And don't forget to get a PTR journal for a friend on their journey too. Direct Impact Nation will save 15% when you use the promo code IMPACT. That's promo code I-M-P-A-C-T. With the purchase of your PTR journal, you will become part of an exclusive community dedicated to recovery and self-discovery. Visit www.lightninginabottle.biz and let us take you from want to to willing and from willing to healing. Some of the negative core beliefs that I find and I work with my clients to uncover, some of them are at a very, very deep level, like I mentioned, and it comes from a place of survival. So they might have felt like they were just not going to make it. You know, that's the pervasive thought of, oh, gosh, you know, I'm just not going to make it. There's no way I'm going to survive this. And that is 
the negative core belief that leads, you know, them to engage in the world and in their relationships in a certain type of way. But you start to notice the negative core belief play out over and over when you really look at relationships, when you really look at how, you know, you experience people in the world around you. And it's like, gosh, there's like this common theme running through my life, (laughs) running through my relationships. And this is what I've made up about it. And you know what? That might be faulty. It might be based on a negative core belief that was never rooted in reality and coming directly out of your trauma. Okay. And that's why we look at negative core beliefs. And that's why our negative core beliefs can then begin to inform, you know, our our limiting beliefs, our our limiting beliefs. it, It keeps us from you know, feeling the fear and doing it anyway, which is what we talk about on this podcast a bunch. It's like, you know, that that courage, that courage, you know, courage isn't about confidence. <laughs> it's about feeling fear and doing it anyway. OK, it's about running, you know, calculatedly, perhaps. But I mean, it's it's about, you know, f- knowing that there's tension, knowing that there's resistance, knowing that there's pain knowing that there's trauma, but doing the work anyway, because you can see the long-term benefits of it, not the benefits in the here and now. Yes, your central nervous system will react. Yes, it will be different. Yes, it will be uncomfortable, but the long-term benefits equal freedom from your past. They equal healthy relationships. They equal breaking the cycles. And these cycles, they're generational. We can break them. But it does take the work that we're talking about today in doing so. I will read you just a little bit uh, about, you know, something that I wrote with regards to um, toxic shame and negative core beliefs coming out of trauma and then also limiting beliefs. And um, I hope that it can just give you some perspective and, and hopefully empower you to address these, you know, because as you work with a therapist, you can isolate this. You can focus on it and you can really do some repair work and some toning, you know, so that your your life really starts to look different and you start to see the world and experience the world in a different way. So I hope that this is empowering for you today uh, because that's what we want for our audience. All right. I'm going to read this and it's going to be, you know, bouncing around just a tad, but um, hopefully at the end of it, you know, there's there's some clarity. So I wrote, out of toxic shame comes negative core beliefs and limiting beliefs about self and others. All right. I said that this week, you know, in this podcast, we're going to hover over and get really curious about the negative, intrusive, and limiting beliefs that emerge out of toxic shame. I differentiate negative core beliefs from limiting beliefs. Negative core beliefs are often trauma-initiated, while limiting beliefs are our brain's attempt to reinforce or prove the negative core belief true as true or beneficial, okay, often through trauma reenactment. So I I hope that there is clarity around that. I'm going to read it one more time, and if you are multitasking, please come back to us just for a second, okay? Negative core beliefs are often trauma-initiated. So at the moment of the trauma, at the moment of the where of the fragmentation, while limiting beliefs are your brain's attempt to reinforce or 
prove the negative core belief as true or beneficial. Okay, kind of like perfectionism, right? Um, we tell ourselves that in some way that is beneficial to us. However, it is not. And so these are some limiting beliefs that we might have. All right. And I say, for example, one might have the negative core belief of I am all alone and will not survive this life due to childhood neglect and have a limiting belief that I can't depend on others, which is consistently reinforced through their selection of dismissive and egocentric partners. <laughs> Hello, if you're out there listening, um, pay, pay close attention. This is good stuff. Okay. Our amazing brains have a deep need to understand and make sense of our fears and anxieties. It also has a deep need to preserve physical and emotional safety to ensure our survival. However, this is where limiting beliefs or intrusive thoughts can sometimes feel like motivators, protectors, authoritarian, you know, and you can come to embrace them as your reality. Let's take this opportunity to pause and give thanks to our amazing brains and compassion to ourselves for adopting these beliefs. Now, let's accept that these beliefs are no longer serving or protecting you, but rather hindering and limiting your ability to live freely and abundantly. This week, I encourage you. All right, call to action, guys. This week, I encourage you to take these five steps to overcome limiting beliefs. First, pay close attention to your limiting beliefs. And I give some examples. I'll never be blank. Why can't I ever seem to blank? I'm not good enough. I don't deserve blank. People always blank. I'm just blank. You get the picture, all right? Second, record them in your plan to recover mini journal or just any journal that you have, really doesn't matter. <laughs> and observe the words without judgment. Third, get curious about the lived experience that might the lived experience that might be counter to this belief and challenge the validity of this statement. I'm going to read that again. Third, get curious about the lived experience, any lived experience you have that might be counter to this belief and challenge the validity of this statement. This is so important. You're reframing, you're restructuring, you're rewriting a faulty narrative. Fourth, question the outcome should you choose to embrace the statement as true? Lastly, choose to imagine what opportunities could emerge from changing this limiting belief to a liberating truth. Okay, so this is the process of reframing and taking something from a limiting belief, reframing it, and, and identifying a liberating truth about yourself. It's rooted in reality and rooted in your experience. You know, it says here, you deserve to live a life free from limitations and constraints. You got this. Okay. So again, we have got these steps in place. You've got your first, your second, your third, your fourth. Okay. And your fifth. So follow these instructions. And this is your call to action for this week. Okay. Thanks so much always for listening. And Let's do the work. Let's do the work together. It's so important. And if you feel like this episode was helpful, then please share it with two, three, four, 
10 people <laughs> that you know who can also benefit from it. And please um, take a moment um, to leave us a review because it really means a lot to us and the work that we do here. So thanks so much for showing up and let's get to work on those negative core beliefs and those limiting beliefs. And let's turn towards ourselves and find those liberating truths about who we truly are. All right, guys, thanks so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.